Ghislaine, Noel, Marion, Maxwell. Ghislaine, Maxwell. Jeffrey Epstein's confidant. The woman who is being tortured in jail and put on suicide watch when she's not even suicidal. And as we all know, Jeffrey Epstein was most likely murdered in jail because um, he had some dirt on people in high places, I guess is the best way to put it. So as you might know, today, Ghislaine Maxwell, while we're all watching Johnny Depp and Amber, crazy person heard, he's a nut. Her reactions were nutty. So weird. So fake. The Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein case has gotten no attention. In fact, as so much information comes out about everything, everywhere, something that has not been leaked, even though we have Supreme Court opinions leaked, Jeffrey Epstein's client list. So the question is, why has Jeffrey Epstein's client list not been released. Shall we explore some options? And it's probably for the same reasons that Ghislaine Maxwell is getting no mainstream media attention, except for today, June 28, 2022, because she's being sentenced. She's currently, and this whole weekend has been on suicide watch. And she's not suicidal. And as we'll go back into and we'll dive deeper in or double click on in a little bit. Is the timing of Jeffrey Epstein's death. It was remarkable. Remarkable. Wait until you see what it coincides with. So Ghislaine all of a sudden goes under suicide watch. And she's been complaining about horrible conditions and all this stuff, getting no attention anywhere. People are worried about Amber Heard taking a dump on Johnny's pillow. She really did that. Yep. But Ghislaine was trafficking young girls and has been seen as a socialite in pictures with Prince Andrew. She even... They were trying to get a deposition from Ghislaine Maxwell in 2010. Because I believe this was right after Jeffrey Epstein was caught trafficking for the first time. Of like 14 year old girl in Florida. And they traced it back to Ghislaine. What a name. What's your name? Ghislaine? Is it Ghislaine? Ghislaine. We're going to call her Ghislaine. Ghislaine. I believe posted bail or said that she would the day before she was going to get her deposition. The attorney was flying to New York to take her deposition the day before she flew to Britain because of her deathly ill mother 
and had no intentions of returning to the United States. This was the day before her deposition. The day. But then she came back to the United States in actually less than one month. Now, what event do you think could have brought her back to the United States when they, she had an incomplete deposition she was seemingly running from? Well, let me, let me tell you. Chelsea Clinton's wedding. Chelsea Clinton's wedding. This is Ghislaine Maxwell, the closest person to Jeffrey Epstein, who is one of the most notorious minor human traffickers or child sex trafficking king. What a name. That sucks. He's not a financier. He's a sex offender. I guess he's both. And speaking about a financier, is he really a financier? I mean, what do we really know? Why is this not getting attention? I find it interesting. And it seems like a lot of people on Twitter find it interesting too. I've actually seen some really, really funny tweets. And the vast majority of the tweets are saying, hey, just like Maxwell, we don't forgive you. Like, you know, you're a bad, bad person. But hey, what about these other people, these clients? You know, who were they? Where is this blacklist? Where is this client list? Where? Like, we know. Like, you messed up. We do not like you. We get it. But that doesn't stop us from talking about the other side is, well, who were the buyers? I mean, she was at Chelsea Clinton's wedding, who, by the way, her date was the gentleman who was the founder of Gateway Computers. If you remember being alive in about 2000 and I don't know, two, if you had a computer, at least in suburbia world, in Cleveland, you had a gateway. You had a nasty gateway, which at the time was gorgeous. That was the founder of that computer was her date. Very wealthy gentleman to Chelsea Clinton's wedding. All these connections of powerful people, rich people, politicians. Now, Let's really get into why this is such a fascinating case and so overwhelmingly interesting that the fact it's not getting more attention just cries out to me like something is being covered up. Something is being covered up. I mean, the dates who these people are, who they're connected with. I mean, this is like out of hand. This is like crazy, crazy, crazy story. So let's let's get into who is Ghislaine Maxwell. How much do you know about Ghislaine Maxwell? Because I didn't know very much until I started reading a little bit about her. 
How about the fact that her father, Robert Maxwell, who was a French-born, or her mother was Elizabeth, a French-born scholar, and Robert Maxwell. Robert Maxwell was a very wealthy businessman, powerful man, that unexpectedly died in 1991. I mean, this guy owned, he bought the New York Daily News. He owned a large magazine uh, outlet in, in Europe. He was doing some shady dealings where he was trying to get $200 million from a certain group of people. But I digress. Her childhood, the point is that her childhood was very... She grew up in a very rich, upper, 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 upper class family. It's been known that Ghislaine had a close relationship with her father, Robert, the prominent businessman, political, a very well-known person, unexpectedly drowned in 1991 off his yacht, which was called Lady Ghislaine, by the way. True. But Ghislaine was really smart. She was a smart woman. Is a smart woman. According to Tadler, Maxwell recalled that her father installed computers at Headington in 1973. And her first job was training to use a Wang 2200 and later programming code. The Times reported that he did not permit Ghislaine to bring her boyfriends home or to be seen with them publicly after she started attending Oxford University. So she went to Oxford University. She was programming at a young age. She had a lot of boyfriends too, so she was into the, possibly the dirty dirt. In the 1980s is when she became a prominent member in, in London. Okay, in the on the social scene when she became a socialite in the eighties, I believe she's sixty years old today, in two thousand twenty-two or sixty-one. She was known for finding. Uh, she founded a club, a women's club, called Kit Kat Club because she loved Kit Kat bars. That's not true. It's Kit Kat with a C in the cat, like the animal. Kit Kat Club. But in her spare time, she was director of Oxford United Football Club during her father's ownership. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is the type of you know, childhood or young adult that she had. She also worked at the European, a publication Robert Maxwell had established. And then in 1986, Robert Maxwell invited her to the naming in her honor of his new yacht, the Lady Ghislaine, at a shipyard in the Netherlands. It's been known that Maxwell spent a large amount of time in the late 1980s aboard the yacht. And I'm talking about Ghislaine, which was equipped with a jacuzzi, a sauna, a gym, and a disco. And it was also at the end of the 80s when Robert Maxwell had, quote, a tailor made a New York company for her. It was a company that had to do with like corporate gifts, corporate gifting. It was never profitable, eventually dissolved. But everything changed on November 5th, 1990 for Ghislaine Maxwell.
Ghislaine Maxwell flew to New York on November 5th, 1990 to deliver an envelope on her father's behalf that, unknown to her, was part of a plot initiated by her father to steal $200 million from Berlitz shareholders. So this dude was into stuff. He was gangster at the highest level, it seems like. I mean, in January 1991, he purchased the New York Daily News. And what did he do? He sent Ghislaine, not the boat lady Ghislaine, his daughter Ghislaine, to New York City to act as his emissary, if I pronounce that correctly. So, in May 1991, Maxwell and her father took Concord on business to New York, from where he soon departed for Moscow, and left her to represent his interests in an event honoring Simon Weisenthal. This was in May 1991. Months later, in November 91, was when Robert Maxwell's body was literally found floating in the sea near the Canary Islands, and the lady just lay in the boat. And Ghislaine's been quoted as saying that he did not commit suicide, or that it was not consistent with his character, and that she thought he was murdered. And after his death, it was found that he fraudulently appropriated the pension assets of Mirror Group Newspapers, a company that he ran in which he held a large share of ownership to support its share price. Pension funds in excess of 400 million pounds were said to be missing, and 32,000 people were affected. In fact, two of Ghislaine's brothers, Ian and Kevin, who were the most involved with their father in the daily business dealings, were arrested on June 1992 and charged with fraud related to the Mirror Group pension scandal. However, they were acquitted three and a half years later in January 1996. After her father died, Ghislaine Maxwell officially moved to the United States in 1991, where she got 80,000 pounds a year from a trust that her father established before he died. In 1992, she moved into an apartment in New York City and worked in a real estate office on Madison Avenue and was beginning to pop into the social scene with celebrities and became pretty prominent as a New York City socialite. Clearly, 18 years later, she went to Chelsea Clinton's wedding. Now, this is where things get weird, <laughs> okay? Ghislaine and Epstein met somehow, no one even knows exactly how, in the early 1990s at a New York party. They supposedly had a romantic relationship in the early 1990s until he died in 2019 because he killed himself. He was murdered by the Clintons and British elites and whoever in power people didn't want him saying anything about Bill Clinton probably doing stuff with young boys or young girls who knows what they do on pedophile island because 
as we all know, Jeffrey Epstein had an island where they trafficked kids and yeah. And we even knew of one that was trying to escape, but, but got caught on camera. And um, it was one of the of the many, many cases. I believe it was Maria Farmer. So they met in the early 1990s and at many times, you know, I didn't know Jeffrey Epstein. Well, I don't think anyone did until 2006 when there was a, when he was arrested for possibly, or when he was convicted and went to jail and served 13 months of an 18 month jail sentence for soliciting a minor for prostitution in Palm Beach, Florida, is when it got more attention. But he served 13, 18 months. And after that, which was in 2008, after he originally was arrested in 2006, there was never another public appearance of where Epstein and Maxwell were seen together. They were never seen together again. And as things started to really come out against, I mean, Epstein had friendships and pictures in his house of these people, like Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, Duke of York, all these powerful people, so many powerful people, it's crazy. Which goes back to why the list hasn't been let out yet. I think we know why we haven't seen a list yet. I mean, what would be crazy and hysterical and if i was just laying and i knew that like my life was over and i was being sentenced forever and i'm probably going to be tortured my whole life today at the hearing imagine if they're like all right you're convicted you're in you know life for eight thousand lifetimes uh just like do you have anything to say she comes up to the mic she goes Brooklyn, Prince Andrew, Donald Trump, and she names off all the people and just yells at them and goes, they all did it, they were all a part of it. Okay, and then they take her away. And they're like, no, get away from the microphone. Bill Clinton's up at 30 bars, Donald Trump, Prince Andrew. Could you imagine if she just basically said the client list on live television, streaming on all the platforms? It's even streaming on YouTube right now. I mean, could you imagine? Hey, Ghislaine, do you have any last words? Well, I know I'm going to die, so... All right. So, let me take you in timeline. In 1992, Bill Clinton did this. Did this. Did this. Hillary Clinton is also a pedophile. Don't know if that's true. Just say. It's just crazy. When things really started coming out, which was like 2015, Maxwell, Ghislaine, just disappeared from like social functions. She actually got married in 2016, and it's kind of weird. This is how you know something's up, is that when she got married in 2016 and stopped going to social events and, like, was never, like, seen publicly, like, clearly she knew things were coming out and, like, changed her whole life, you know? Like, oh, just, you know, found God. For, from 2016 to 2020 until she was caught by a, IMSI catcher, a Stingray mobile phone tracking device in New Hampshire. But what I find so fascinating 
And it's what I said at the beginning is why. Why you have like we're all about calling out all these different institutions and powerful organizations. But for some reason, it's so inconsistent when it comes to like a Jeffrey Epstein or uh, just Lane Maxwell type case. Like, you know, they're elites, they're white, like they're privileged. Like, why are we not attacking and putting that all over the internet? And why is TikTok censoring hashtags that have to do with Ghislaine's trial? Or, sorry, why does Twitter, I'm sorry, why does Twitter have an account that was tracking the case get shut down and censored? Why is it, why are people who are, quote unquote, really liberal, want to protect these white elites, privileged people that they talk out against all the time, except when it comes to them, when it comes to, not them, like, they're on different teams. These are the people that we should be going after and, and holding accountable. Why? It's so inconsistent. It's like, oh, you know, all these people have privilege. Like, we don't want to hear for that. But when it comes to, like, the highest, most privileged people in that category of, like, Ghislaine, we're not going to show that, you know, we're not going to give that public attention. Why? Why? Something's at play here. <laughs> Come on. Like, no matter what your views are, left, right, Republican, Democrat, whatever you are, do we agree that we should question the most powerful people and organizations in the world that put us in, this, in a closer category to each other, no matter what our views are, than these massive institutions who have tremendous power? Like, why don't we team up and then look that way against these very massive institutions that are very dangerous? The government, like Walmart. I mean, honestly, think about it like this. And this is a later segment is who, who's more powerful now? States, nation states or corporations? And there's a list that came out of the size of the states and corporations and a list of who are the biggest entities, both combined. You have like the United States is number one, China is number two. Number 10 is Walmart, above Spain, above Portugal. They're very powerful. So when it comes to like Ghislaine Maxwell, we should all, why is Twitter incentivized to censor that? It doesn't make any sense. It's exactly what we want to hold accountable and call out. It's very weird. It's a very rich person who happens to be Caucasian. And what Jeffrey Epstein was a man, was American, was wealthy. Why are we censoring the case? It's weird. Think about that. It's weird. And if you're getting rubbed the wrong way by me saying that, well, why? Ask yourself, why? Why is that bothering you? Why are you fighting to protect Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein. Why? I just don't understand. It's very confusing. It seems very inconsistent. It's so weird. It's like saying, yeah, we're going to boycott, you know, uh, uh, the NFL or, you know, Walmart, all this stuff, but we're going to protect Pfizer to the end of time. Like, it doesn't make any sense. They're all kind of in the same, they're all in the same category, give or take, powerful institutions. 
powerful people. Well, let's all hold them accountable together. When someone flees a deposition like Ghislaine Maxwell, okay, in 2010, the day before she flies to Great Britain to be with her all of a sudden really sick grandmother, uh, who maybe was sick but was probably sick prior, but then comes back for an event, and that's Chelsea Clinton's wedding, and then we wonder why on platforms that seem to be very, very left-leaning, censor very powerful, important information related to powerful people, the demographic that are being attacked at the time, but it happens to be very left or aligned with those views. And so they're censored. It doesn't, it seems either very biased or very just weird. Like why, 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 why protect these people? Why? I don't get it. Don't we all want to hold them accountable? And don't we all agree that you shouldn't do anything wrong to kids and like kids be kids. Do we all agree with that? If we all agree kids should be kids. Let's take a step back, breathe, and hold them accountable. So, Ghislaine has had tons of indictments. She was arrested. She was hiding at, in, in massive homes with her husband, Scott Borgerson, who, by the way, is a political official in, in the EU. Uh, they got, and when she was arrested, <laughs> she, she wouldn't, they asked like, they, she wouldn't, um, she wouldn't say who her husband was when she was asked and she wouldn't say if she was married or not, <laughs> like they wouldn't find out like so weird. It had to be like checked. Like why is she hiding her marriage? When getting arrested, it's so strange. Anyways, on March 29, 2021 is when U.S. Prosecuted, prosecutors added new charges of sex trafficking a minor and sex trafficking conspiracy, alleging that Maxwell was involved in grooming a fourth girl age 14 to engage in sexual acts with Epstein between 2001 and 2004 as his, at his residence in Palm Beach. Maxwell pleaded not guilty to the additional charges. She faced six counts that included sex trafficking of a minor and sex trafficking conspiracy in addition to two counts of perjury, which is AKA lying under oath. Maxwell's attorneys regularly protested about the conditions of her confinement, which included being kept awake by a light shown in her eyes every 15 minutes to deter the chances of her committing suicide and being denied a sleep mask. First thing that comes to mind is, wouldn't that cause suicide more than prevent it? If someone's, if I'm trying to sleep and you keep shining a light in my every 15 minutes, I'm like, can I get a sleep mask? Like I keep getting a light in my every 15 minutes. You're like, no, you're trying, I'm trying to stop you from killing yourself. So let me keep waking you up every 15 minutes. Isn't that kind of like being an accomplice to someone killing themselves? Am I, do I have that backwards? Or does did what I just read have it backwards? One of her attorneys, David Marcus, protested, quote, there's no evidence she's suicidal. They're doing it because Jeffrey Epstein died on their watch and that she's not Jeffrey Epstein. This isn't right, close quote. 
would that be right for anybody? I mean, I guess you can argue one way or the other, but it's kind of seemed like a crazy torture. I think the worst thing you could do is not sleep well. I mean, it's very, very important, like really important. Maybe the most important. Just waking someone up every 15 minutes, crazy. So what I was talking about with Twitter was in uh, early December of 2021, Twitter censored the name, the account at Tracker Trial, like T-R-A-C-K-E-R-T-R-I-A-L, Tracker Trial, an account monitoring Maxwell's trial. The account was two weeks old and had 525,000 followers before its suspension. Why was it suspended? Can we ask the questions all together on the same team? Why is the account that's monitoring Maxwell's trial being suspended? Why? 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 It's frustrating because it shouldn't be censored. It's in everyone's benefit who is a regular peasant like me to hear the truth. It's a disadvantage to us to not get all the information. Our advantage as individual peasants is to get the most information power possible because that empowers us. People who have the most information usually are the most powerful. So let's let it all trickle down and we can decide which information we want to hold on to. Let's not stop it from flowing down the pipe. It's dangerous. It's bad for us. It's bad for all peasants. And when I say peasants, if you're listening to this podcast, you're most likely a peasant. We're on the same team. You're not on Bill Clinton's team. You're not on Jeffrey Epstein's team. We're on the same team. And I'll pass you the ball. Are you going to pass it back? Probably not. But that's a bad decision because I'm a good shooter. So, a little bit, little bit more about Maxwell. She always had a re she had residence all over the place. She had clearly tons and tons of money because when she was first arrested in uh, 2016, she was denied bail, denied bail, and then her husband, who she wouldn't admit to be married to for some the reason, uh, Scott Borgerson, gave a $22 million guarantee that she will be present at the future court appearances. $22 million. So that was in December of 2020. So there was lots of money flowing around her. She owned, um, Jeffrey Epstein, I believe, had the biggest townhouse in, in New York City, around 60, East uh, 65th in New York City. And she owned a place that she bought in 2000 for like $4 million. Um, that was 10 blocks away. She had a place in, in London. She had a place in New Hampshire. I mean, massive, like a 7,000 square foot townhouse in New York City. That's bananas. She has sold that since. And, and just, just tons of money around her. So again, she's being tried today. Hopefully she uses, if she gets time to speak, which just look out for that. See if she gets time to speak. See if they let her talk. See if she looks weird, like drugged up or given some pill to make her silent. She forgets how to use her voice. Some new Pfizer pill. 
I don't know. I'm just weary. I hope she talks, runs over the mic and goes, here's the list. Here's the list. They won't come out. Name after name after name after name. <laughs> it would be crazy. It would be bonkers. <laughs> it would be bananas. All right. Ghislaine Maxwell, very interesting story. Go research it on your own. Very powerful people are intertwined with this story. Let's hope something we get some information from her because she is the only living person that has all this information because they killed Epstein. So if we can get something for Ghislaine, we're going to have an amazing documentary that comes out on Netflix or maybe a podcast on Spotify, something awesome with all the data telling the story. And it's going to be awesome. Awesome. So we can only hope for that. Let's hope she enjoys. Uh, let's, let's see if she even gets to talk and um, check it out yourself. Super interesting story. Very interesting.